0: Okay, guys, what if this podcast could go on even after we died?
1: Wait, who's dying? Are you
0: planning to kill our characters? No one is dying, guys. No one is dying. Basically, there's this new thing called the forever social where we can put all of our information and get it saved so that after we die, which is very far away, um, all our socials will keep going.
2: So we could still post D&D memes and stuff even after we're gone?
0: Yes, and we are sponsored by them. So, full advertising disclosure. Um, They did give us a discount code. So, go to theforeversocial.com, fill in your details there, and type in the discount code FUBAR, F U B A R. And they're calling it digital nirvana slash immortality, which we're giving to you at a discount.
3: Digital immortality? Well, no.
1: (laughs) Well, that took a sinister turn. (laughs) Want to live forever? The Forever Social is launching digital
0: immortality. Create a digital version of yourself. Simply connect your social networks to our Forever Engine. Welcome to Heaven 2.0. It's real. It's happening and your loved ones can stay connected with you forever. You'll even create memes long after you are gone. Go to theforeversocial.com and use the code FUBAR. That's F-U-B-A-R. this week's episode of Dumptum Dine, and All Female All Awesome D&D 5th Edition Homebrew Interactive Podcast and Twitch Stream. Why it's interactive is because you are here and you can help hinder or harass and harm the players in the adventure. But you can help them. I did say help. Like, of the four things, one of them was positive. So you could do that. And with me, me being Carla Harris, being the GM whose world it's set in, are my amazing players. Um, I'm
2: Wednesday, and... Um I play Lawrence Dyval, the Azamal Paladin, who is actually much more awkward than Carla
1: has been today. Uh, hi guys, I'm Nelly, I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer, and today I am not awkward at all.
0: Okay, you guys are apparently really soft, so I upped your sound. Ah, Are you better? Did you you accidentally mute us again, Carla? I'm watching.
1: No. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they said you were Hi soft, guys. not you were non existent.
3: I am Lena, and I play the ever fabulous, ever charismatic, and f- absolutely confident and remarkable. <laughs> The Oh, wait, we're talking about a Lauren. Kind of. Not really.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe Kira?
3: Kira? Okay, in any
0: case, I'm the Changeling Druid. Let's jump into our game where last week. <laughs> We had our adventurers approach a farmhouse that looked extremely wealthy, but was surrounded by paranoia of the worst kind, because it's based on superstition and racism. Amazing how we went from D and D to 1984 in five minutes, guys. If you don't think D and D has 1984 vibes, you've been playing like Christopher Stroud. An orc butler, it appeared, had come out, checked if you were changelings from what they were told is the way to check and has now returned into the house. What are you doing?
2: I'm going to walk up to the door and I'm going to ring the bell again,
3: very politely. Andromach is going to lean over to Kira and say,
2: uh, what do you suppose that was about?
1: A really stupid superstition.
0: Andromach and Kira, you guys would remember it because yeah. A, you have a reason to think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a rhyme people, kids use when they're skipping. And so it would have just brought it up in your mind. I'm Andromach
3: going, just didn't think that they were serious.
0: I'm
1: going to, sh- I'm going to whisper back to Andromach, like, saying like, whatever you think they did, that's what they were doing. It's ridiculous and stupid. And this is the type of people we're dealing with
3: you see this moment of uh, recognition in Andromar's face?
0: At that, Playcrafter just gifted subs to the community. Thank you so much, Playcrafter. Lauren, you realize ringing the doorbell that the orc has literally just left. Potentially, he still needs to make it back inside the house. The house is extremely large.
2: I'm very much aware of the goings-on of large houses, so I rung the doorbell, you know, to give the orc time to do his job, basically.
0: Ensuring the butler is gainfully employed. They call it job creation.
1: Um, I'm going to ask, like, should we have just followed him? Wouldn't that have been easier? Or, I suppose it's more polite just to enter the front door.
2: Why would you enter someone's house without being like welcomed first or invited in?
1: I'm just confused in general. I'm just thinking, like, this orc came from mirror and then this happened, and that happened, it's not none of this is practical. None
2: of this is just thinks Kira is rude and uncultured. Like as he usually does. He yeah, i like
1: I'm having insulted because. Obviously, magic or... users are just
2: all like this. They have no manners. Like for reals.
1: Um
3: Andromark is gonna just like tap Aloren on the shoulder and say, um Al- Alaren, is yes. this Normal for like, and she kind of yeah. just like People. explains at the house. You like gestures and says, "These types of folk."
2: What do you mean by this? By what? having a butler answer the door? Why yes, <laughs> that is perfectly normal. I, I was actually, I'm gonna look at, at
1: and say, like, it's 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 not worth it. It's okay. It's
3: okay. It's okay." It's... If you're sure, I, I just wanted to check.
2: Well, of course, it's normal. Now we just wait for the butler to open the door and inquire as to who we are. And then we wait to be invited into the home of the owners.
3: It seems complicated. Um, why, would it they do, why would they not
2: just open the door and speak to us directly?
1: I don't know if he knows, but
2: they're definitely... Alana's don't like thought because he has absolutely no idea. He was just raised like this and brought up. Like, he's just like he never even thought that there was a problem with not just
0: opening your own door. Speaking of rich people problems, um, slash people being very generous, playcraft is still going. So thank you so, so much. As you're having this discussion, Andromach, are you trying to do anything, listen, or are you just involved in the discussion as well? Well, I'm actually
3: just trying to clear up a couple of preconceptions. Andromach didn't grow up in a rich environment, so she's finding all of this, like, kind of strange. You know, if, if I went to my friend's house and knocked on the door, he didn't have a butler to come and open it. My friend just opened the door. Rich people are weird.
0: Well, in this day and age, Lauren, you could answer that it's generally safer to have a butler open your door in case random adventurers come and decide to be murder hobos. <laughs> That's a good explanation. As you're having this discussion, the door swings open and standing in what appears to be a very long hallway that looks, as you look at it, it seems the floor is made of a white marble, and there are columns every 10 feet on either side of the the corridor, and there's walls. You can see doors uh, interspersed along down the hallway, and the hallway appears to end in a, a large like statuary situation a shrine a shrine that's the word it ends in a shrine that also appears to be made out of marble it just looks like a fountain area so there's a a basin there is some water trickling and the top of the fountain is shaped like a whale a sky whale also worth noting is that the orc has changed his outfit he's no longer wearing a suit he appears to be wearing a red robe and he is bundled up in a shawl and scarf that almost covers his um, lower half of his mouth. And he is wearing quite a jaunty red hat. What kind of hat? Like a, like a Pope hat? Because I'm getting a very goofy of more red. Like a wide-brimmed fedora. A pope, pope hat? That's not a Pope hat. A Pope hat is like a...
1: <laughs> no, they have that, but they, they also, get, like, the, the, have you seen Popes? They have the other, that, that wide one. The other oh, they casual hats the, fedora. They, they are their, their, their wardrobe, okay? They've got the wide-brim coat hat. Okay.
3: Andromach is going to lean over to Kira again and say, Did
1: he need to change
3: his dress code to come and greet? Oh, I'm serious, this is so confusing. What?
1: Wealthy <laughs> people are strange, just... Just, just go with it. Just
3: go for fun. Um, it's one of Alar- those eccentricities. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Lauren is going to put his <laughs> helm under his one arm and he's going to bow. Good day. My name is Lauren Skyvale. I'm of the line of Skyvales, and my companions and I are here to
0: request lodging for the evening. Okay, let me see if he knows you. He had raised his eyebrow at the three of you as you were talking, especially while Andromach was talking. But as soon as you mentioned that you were a Lauren Skyvale, the eyebrow lowered, and he says, um, Welcome. Uh, oh, do you require lodging for this evening? What What is your purpose?
2: Why, yes. Also, we wonder whether or not we could talk with the owners of this most beautiful land my companion is uh, from the guild in Affluenza and she is very interested in the mechanized tools that we've seen on the way in
0: uh, this moment,
1: I'll step forward and just introduce myself, Like I'll even do like a curtsy that's how
0: far I'm trying to go
1: into this.
0: He looks around for a bit and he says of course, follow me To the sitting room! And he looks to his right and he seems for a moment um, undecided about which door but then he goes to the the second door. It's probably about four columns away, so 20 feet down the hallway. Mm -hmm. This is a huge house. You realize that it's actually almost 50 feet deep on the hallway. And as you walk, you hear the sounds of your shoes on on the marble which it just has that ringing sound of being very expensive marble a lauren you would know that they didn't put carpets or anything on top of it or anything in the room so that the marble could reverberate with their riches against the columns he opens the door and as you peer in there is two humans they appear to be adjusting themselves. They are in quite fine clothing. The female is wearing a dress. It's a blue dress. It is quite ornate. There's um, lace around the edges of the sleeves and lace around the neck. It does have quite a plunging neckline. The man is wearing a suit. It actually looks, can the, can use the three of you roll perception for me? Adramok is, is, is
3: staring around like a country bumpkin, you know, <laughs> and taking over. Uh, Fourteen.
0: Eleven. Okay. Um, Lauren, you would know, because you're used to very rich areas, that the suit he's wearing looks very similar to the suit the Orc was wearing, and it's just too long for this human on the okay. sleeves. And also... the. Females' dress is slightly outdated, and generally someone who's super wealthy wouldn't be wearing... it yeah, would be
2: more fashionable.
0: Although, yeah. I mean, um, they do live in the farmlands, so there's that. Question. Um, yes.
1: How far away are we from... Like, he's, op- the, he's opened the door, and then how far away has he gone to the room compared to where we stand right now?
0: So he opened the door and stepped in and is standing next to the doorway. The room is probably about 15 feet deep. There is a table
1: mm-hmm. in the middle
0: of the room. On the table is a fruit basket, which you assume is ornamental because the fruit looks very shiny. The two humans are sitting at one end of the table in both chairs, and there's no other chairs at the table.
1: Okay. Um, after this bit, can I... Because I'm starting to get a little suspicious. So like, can I just hmm. uh, try to suss out these people if they actually do live here? How are you going to do that? I don't know, because like, I'm, I'm seeing all these weird things. Like, it seems like maybe I'm, I, I've, I've become so hard and paranoid, that I'm starting to, like...
2: Yeah, you are paranoid. I am. Lauren <laughs> Alar- Alar- is going to bow to these people <laughs> and reintroduce themselves um and then inquire as to their family name
0: as you do that they also raise an eyebrow at the skyvale name and they say to to the orc they're like uh the female says you were right to bring them in magul you checked them and magul the orc who you assume is named magul says uh yes i i checked them and she waves her hand at him and says that will be all He closes the door behind you. I assume all three of you step in. And um, she looks at her husband. You assume it's her husband. She does have a ring on her finger. It is quite a large ring. She says, we are the Montcoras. Uh, I am Jaletto. And this is my husband, Zeph. Do I recognize the name? Uh, Roll insight for me you don't know everybody to be honest you in in the classes uh that your tutor gave you about who's who in the kingdom and uh who's important you don't remember anyone other than the sky veils of course and only the cool ones like the ones who were like heroes not the ones who were accountants carla i'm still
1: kind of suspicious about this whole situation can i also roll inside just to figure out, like, do they, do they seem very much at home? Like, does it seem like they're... I don't know. I just feel like there's something strange about this house and these people.
0: Okay, roll perception for me. While
3: she's doing that, Anderbach uh, sees a Lauren bow. It takes a few moments to actually set in, but then she, like, awkwardly bows as well. You know, that, that bow that looks like somebody who doesn't really know how to do it properly, but tries anyway.
1: <laughs> um, I got 17. So, well, I was bowing... Um, Still, like, all formal and whatnot. And
0: it's also kind of slashing out the room at the same time. As you bow, and you have a sneaky peek around, Mm -hmm. you notice that they don't seem 100% comfortable in this room. However, it is a very uncomfortable sitting room. It's it's like a formal dining. And you recognize that the chairs are extremely uncomfortable looking, uh, although ornate. You also notice around uh, the edges of the room, there are um, marble uh, tables and pedestals. And on one or two of the pedestals is statues of the sky whales. Um, Obviously, this family is quite obsessed. And on the tables, there appears to be cutlery and plates and serving bowls. So it depends on which table you're looking at. So this is very clearly the dining room. However, the butler had mentioned that this would be the sitting room. The male turns in and he says, I, I apologize that we have no seats for you in this room. Um, may I inquire what you are seeking? It is starting to get late. And I assume shelter, since you don't want to be out at night, is... I mean, we, we would happy be happy to host the Sky Veils. We greatly appreciate your offer for Shelter.
1: And bow again. Can I also, I'll, I'll bow again to say, like, and just as a show of goodwill, I, we're, I'm from the, the Guild uh, the Guild of Shadows over in Affluenza, and I just want to extend my thanks on behalf of my Guild.
0: Giletto says, uh, you are... Uh... You are welcome. We don't ascribe so much to using the guild services, as I'm sure you've noticed. Mm. But I'm Mm. sure there are plenty of people who appreciate the... And then she turns to Zeth and she says, how do you say charity and poor people but nicely? Kindness? And she goes... Kindness that the guild bestows upon those less fortunate than ourselves. At that, he shouts, Magu! Kira, please roll perception for me, since you're the one watching. Andromach, anything you'd like to do?
3: Uh, no, Andromach is still just looking around at random objects in the room. She's like uh, very distracted at the moment. Sky wheels are really, really interesting, except that they, they didn't do it right, but you know. That's just um, my personal opinion. But that
0: flower pot over there is fantastic. How did they get those little patterns on there?
1: Um, I got 17 per four perception.
0: You recognize that while you were looking around and while you were bowing, you saw under the table that there was actually a bell pool under the table. But it's on the opposite end of the, the side of the table that they're sitting on. So there would be a way for them to call the butler without having to shout.
1: I, I'm just going to keep that in, but I'm just thinking it's really, really strange. And um, I'm going to just position myself between, uh, just to make sure I, I'm almost blocking, the, in, uh, almost in a protective way towards Andrema because Lauren can take care of himself.
0: They wait, s- sitting, looking at you expectantly, waiting for the butler. And about a minute later, if nothing else happens, uh, Magul re-enters. He opens the door quite carefully so as not to bump anyone if anyone's still standing there. And he says, um, are they to stay the night? Gillette says, yes, um, I suppose you could put them in the the second room. And he says, "All um, if you'll follow me. He turns and uh, Gillette and Zeth, um, wave their hands to you and say, "Um, sleep well. And they go back to discussing, um, talking amongst themselves and ignoring you. He steps back into the marble hallway.
1: As we walk out, I'm going to just look at them one last time. See if Um, see if they act awkwardly when they don't think we're watching
3: Andromach is going to take one look at, one final look at this amazing vase and then notices her companions leaving and then kind of jumps and then scurries <laughs> off after them.
0: They look at Andromach and then they go back to talking. They appear to be fine. Magul closes the door behind you as all three of you exit the room and he says, uh, follow me this way. And he walks confidently down the hallway to the opposite side and near the back, near the... Um, Fountain shrine statuary, and he opens the door and makes space for you to step through before him to let the best that Seth could this. get.
2: I'm going to step aside to let the
1: ladies enter first. True, I'm still hyper suspicious, so I'm, I'm gonna walk in very tens- t- tentatively and just look around. Is it like at this point? I'm just thinking, is this a trap? It seems like a trap. <laughs> a trap? No. Maybe and and I'm, so. I'm like this is my internal monologue. I'm just thinking, okay, it's a trap. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> I don't want to I, 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 I've been through traps before. I don't want to do this again.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna very casually walk and follow Kira into the room. I'm still gawking at things and
1: like
0: well,
3: looking at this amazing it, coffee table.
0: It is a stunning room. There's a four-poster bed that is the size of almost. Just two double beds. It is giant. Um, It has curtaining hanging from it so that you can block it off for privacy. There is an ottoman at the end of the bed. There is large windows looking out onto the fields. Um, This room is also about 20 feet deep. There is a what appears to be a cordoned off um, with curtaining, same drapery that matches the, the bedding. And uh, the four poster bed strips that has cordoned off the corner of the room, furthest away from the door, and nearest the window. Um, Lauren, you would recognize it as a discreet toiletry area that only the richest of um, the rich have. But in their bedrooms. In their bedrooms, do ensuite. Can everyone roll perception for me? Sixteen.
3: Dirty 20.
0: Andromach, you hear a vague... Tss. So everyone smelt that the room smelt like wildflowers. It, it smells lovely in this room. Andromach, after the sound, you're pretty sure it smells stronger of wildflowers. Um, so Andromach is going to cock her head like slightly <laughs> to the one side and go...
3: What was that? Did you, did you hear that?
1: Hear what?
2: What? I don't know. It's just this faint
1: sound. I'm going to turn towards the... Uh, That's nice, though. And say, like, oh, um, thank you. What was that? Apparently, my colleague heard something weird. Is that normal?
0: He turns and he says, the masters of the house uh, had it created. It's a scent dispensing mechanical unit for the private area.
3: So, Anderbach, when he hears the description, she, um, she'll go, uh, Really? How how does that work? How, how do you get the scent of nature
0: in here? He's literally going to roll his eyes and he's going to say, Magic. <laughs> well, yes, I can
3: do that with magic. That's not very hard, but
0: I thought that you had a.
3: And she looks at the butter and goes, Uh.
0: Never mind. He's like, I did not install it, so I do not know. And he points uh, and along the wall, on the right, close um, side of the door, there are wardrobes. He says, "Um, if you need any further bedding, they are in the cupboards. Um, Also, please refrain from touching the other items. The mistress and master would not enjoy it. I am not sure what your... And he raises his eyebrow and he says, sleeping arrangements are, he says, uh, the bedding in there, I'm sure should be enough. Um, also, as you know, there was, uh, any, any, you can see his composure slips for a bit, and he says, um, "A, a, a murder in the, in the town nearby. So please do not open the windows and, um everyone in the house is quite skittish. So if you are going to move about the house, and then he turns and looks at the three of you, but he only rests for a moment on Aloran, but the other two, he's like, gives you a little bit of stank eye. And he's like, please don't, um, go traversing around the house. We are on edge here. So, um, and we do have some, and then he looks at you very specifically, Andrew and he goes, magical, um, protections will that be
2: all i'm going to turn to my and say i don't suppose you could accommodate me in a separate room these ladies are um, of an age and unmarried so it's not appropriate for us to sleep within the same quarters
0: so, chat says no, but I'm going to allow it. Um, there's going to be, like, a giant compendium of, um, mechanical inventions, and the Romabot is one. He says, sure, if you are f- finished for the night, I will walk you to the room. Um, as I said, it's best not to traverse around the house alone. Um, well, okay. Mr.
1: McGull uh, Thank you, Muggle. You... Okay, um, And I'll say, I'll turn to goal and say, uh, perhaps could you tell the the Lord and Lady, um, we are actually on the route to to the town of Leaf to actually solve this case of the murder. So if they would like any further peace of mind, they know that they're around people who know how to handle themselves.
0: I'm sure the mistress and master will be pleased to know that. And he is still waiting by the door and he waits for Lauren to yeah. pass him. Lauren, you're going to, you're yeah. going to walk past him. I'm going to, I'm
2: going to nod, um, a goodbye to, uh, Andromar and to Kira. And then I'm going to follow McGull out.
0: Okay. He shuts the door. Roll perception for me, Lauren.
2: 18.
0: For a moment, the butler seems to hesitate But then he walks you down the corridor, keeping on the left-hand side of the front door. Mm -hmm. And his one hand seems to be tapping along his um, thigh. And he lifts it as he passes the second door from from the back, so the second door after that bedroom. Drops it ever so slightly and then opens the third door. As he does so, there is a very well-appointed room. It is the same depth but it does not have a private commode. The bed is the same size. The curtaining is less luxurious. And there is, once again, uh, a large armoire against the wall. Uh, he says, there's unfortunately no uh, private commode in this one. Um, so I hope you went before you came. And he and he laughs at his joke. The actual commode, uh, it is this store but i would recommend you use it within the next hour as i said our magical protections will be up
2: okay Hmm. then i'm going to turn uh to Magul and say if i may ask sir um i didn't see any other members of the household do the mount chorus perhaps have children that are dwelling in the other rooms
0: Unfortunately, the Montcoras have not been blessed with a child. They have, however, been blessed with much riches. And then he looks at you like, that's the explanation he's got for you. Thank you, Magul. You may go now. (laughs) Um,
3: As Magul exits. So Andromach is going to um, shapeshift into a cat. And go and jump onto a very
0: comfortable-looking cushion, and curl up and sleep. Okay, you do so. It is extremely comfortable. It is the most comfortable cushion you have ever slept on.
3: So Kira hears this like soft purring noise coming from the from the little cushion.
2: <laughs> I'm going to, go to the commode to wash up. Collar. Yes. How willing is a Lauren to leave his armor and weapons in the room while he washes out?
0: I don't know, chat. How willing is a Lauren? <laughs>
2: um, Just a question. I on... want to know how comfortable he feels in this situation to be able to do that.
0: I don't know, mm. chat. Hey. Um, <laughs> worth noting, you would know that the mechanized magic mech protections can be quite quite dangerous. Oh. And they're usually attuned to only the people who live in the house. Huh. And they're actually attuned to the people. That's interesting. So, whatever you do, you know that it is best to be in bed. Kira, you would also know this because the guild creates these kinds of things. However, I have um, an
2: hour though, which means I can take a shower.
0: Yeah. However, Kira, you wouldn't know necessarily uh, no, you wouldn't know that it would be attuned to the people because uh, that's, like, the top-tier security system. <laughs> hmm. Okay, chat says... Okay, we've got a mix. Please roll a percentile for me. 46. You're unsure about this house, you're unsure about the people, so you've got enough common sense to realize that maybe taking off all your armor is not going to be helpful, but also how are you going to bathe? Yeah,
2: so I will take my armor, I will go fully clothed to the commode with, well, in full plate armor, and then remove my armor whilst I'm inside to take a shower so that I can very quickly put it back on when I'm done.
0: All right, as you walk... Very quickly.
2: Yeah, no. yeah. armor takes a whole of, like,
0: 45 minutes to put on. <laughs> <laughs> Armor's not a quick thing, girl, so, I mean, yeah. as you walk down the corridor, um... You don't see anyone in sight. You open the door that uh, Magul told you where it would be. As you open, the marble continues, the white marble continues. There is a column on your right which holds some soaps and um, towels, very, very fluffy towels. And further in the room, there is once again a cordoned off area Uh, which you assume hides the the privy. This, however, is not cordoned off with material. It's cordoned off with... It almost looks like very, very sheer brass. So like a metal wall. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah. And and as you progress, this room is also 20 feet deep, but the Mm. floor starts to um, slope downwards, and it creates a pool... That you assume is the bathing area, and there is near to that a two circular um, brass knobs for want of a better word to say. You, f- oh God, you fiddle with the knobs. You appear to be unable to get anything other than cold water. Oh, that's fine.
2: As long as I smell like mint and wildflowers, it is.
0: They do not issue multicolored water like the taps in Hogwarts. It is just plain water. However, it is very clear, which Lauren knows is only very rich households have because the other households, the piping changes the color of the water ever so slightly. That's why rich people use so much bubble baths, because they don't want to see how gross oh, their water is. The water starts to pull up from the floor. It appears, um, roll arcana for me. Okay, seven. Magically, the water appears from the puddle. Oh my gosh. You this are now sitting in water. I am. I'm, I'm having the cold bath of kings. It cold is the, an amazing cold bath of kings. Please roll for me survival. But 17. You realize that time is a ticking and you need to hurry it up. If Kira had bathed, Kira would have known, I love this, Northstar, yeah. says that the water is actually not clear. It's actually uh, quite gross from the brass taps, because bra- brass is something fancy people use, but it's not actually great. They've just put a never-ending series of minor illusion spells on the water to make it look clear. <laughs> <laughs> that that
1: so sounds like something that rich people would do. and fix in the original problem, just like, this, this cover it up. Yeah.
0: you do smell amazing lauren kira so i'm going yeah. to assume lauren's entire uh, situation took 45 minutes what were you doing in those 45 minutes considering andrew mach is sleeping
1: i was um pretty much like searching going around the room uh searching for any clues anything that um I'm still, like, high-key paranoid, and I actually, um, because we're quite close by to the town, relatively speaking. How far away are we from
0: the leave? You would arrive there tomorrow afternoon if you walked from sort of 6, half past 6 in the morning.
1: Okay, so I'm looking out the
0: windows. for Like, because
1: they're all super paranoid, so I wonder what measures have they taken? And how can I break it so I can actually walk around and see what's going on here? Okay, I, I'm still suspicious. High key
3: suspicious. Right. You hear that yawny thing cats do, you know. So, Andromar hears the scuffle of Kira around the room, and she lifts her head up and like looks at Loring and like gives this huge cat yawn, and goes like lick, <laughs> and he's like turns Same. around and goes back to sleep.
0: Um, Roll investigation for me and Arcana,
1: yeah, and perception. I don't hear it. Okay. So let me roll cuz you're trying arcana. to do a couple of things. Okay. Arcana is 12. Okay. Investigation is 18. Perception is that's one. <laughs> 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 yes, okay. I was in it. I was so in it, but <laughs> I got lost in the sauce. I don't know what happened. Yeah.
0: So you decide to look at the windows to see if they are magically protected. As you get to the windows, you realize you did not take the class on security. You thought, who would need it, right? <laughs> so you couldn't tell. You can sense maybe that you can sense that there's maybe some magic. Maybe it's mm-hmm. an aftertrace, but then again, this house is extremely wealthy, so uh, it could just be the house feeling it. You do decide to go look in the wardrobe, though, to investigate. And when you look in the wardrobe, you realize that the clothing in the wardrobe, and because he said the mistress and the master would not like it if you touched their things, and you know they don't have kids, the clothes Mm. don't look like necessarily like they'd fit the two humans so well. You realize Uh, that the reason why her dress's neckline was so plunging is actually because it's made for someone a lot taller. Okay, give me a luck roll. 86! While you're investigating, you find a false button in the one drawer. You pull it out, and there is a necklace uh, box. And you open it, and there is a beautiful silver locket there. When you click open the photo, there is a daguerreotype, but it is not of the two people you saw in the lounge. In the sitting room.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Dining room. <laughs> Dining well, room. Sitting room. The wrong room. <laughs> it is of two tall elves. Well, you assume they're tall. Elves are tall. And the one is wearing the same dress. So...
1: Our forever social account got hacked.
0: Oh, that's not good. But it's only for after we are dead, so it doesn't matter, right?
1: Yeah, but basically I keep getting strange messages, like, forget the money, I'll slice your... Yeah, it's just, it's even gross for me.
0: That's so crazy and creepy. Did we put any of our personal information there?
1: Not really, it seems to be a group of, um, let's say, off the grid activists. Um, they, don't really have ni- they don't really like the idea of digital um, immortality by looks of it, and they're, they're trying to destroy it from within. They're even calling themselves
0: Forever Has Fallen. Not gonna lie, that's a cool name, but how do you know so much?
1: Well, they actually have a website where you can follow them and it's almost like they want to be found, which is counterproductive and weird, but anyway. I spend like 20 minutes every day trying to find out where they are so I can let the Forever Social guys actually know where they are and what the hackers are doing. And if we can catch them or get some clues, maybe we can send it to the Forever Social guys. And who knows, maybe we can get some rewards, money, bragging rights, who knows. Maybe I should check it out as well. Thanks, Nelly.
0: This is Linder Lindblad, CTO of the Forever Social. This, I believe, Will be my last words. Whoa, what happens next is not pretty. Forever Is Fallen is a podcast thriller drawing you into heart-racing action, fusing an immersive soundscape with online challenges, rewards, and hidden content. Humanity's hope for immortality is on the run. Join the hunt for the truth. Forever is fallen.com brings us to the end of this week's episode a huge thank you as always to you my players for making everything an adventure and guys literally i wasn't gonna make them suspicious but then chat was like then the orc comes back wearing a totally different set of clothing and i was like okay no I'm changing my plan. Also, North Star was like, how rich can these people be if the lady elf only had like the one dress? She had a favorite dress, okay? It was her favorite. You have the oldest house and
1: only one dress. <laughs> yeah, all this, all this house. He's but
0: it's gotta be frugal somehow. You they-
2: have... All the rich people get rich. Because
1: yeah. It's Because they're
0: frugal and stingy, guys. And the mortgage must be really high. You can't find... Yeah, <laughs> they're a
1: house poor. <laughs> maybe everybody's
0: house. <laughs> <laughs> Grinning Gargoyle says she had 20 of the same dress. Because that's oh, how you know you're rich when you can live like a cartoon character. Yeah. A huge thank you once again to my players who make everything an adventure and who picked up things and I was like, oh, I'm going to tell them when they leave that they, those people were the people of the house. But, ah! <laughs> And a huge thank you annoying. to PlayCrafter for resubbing and all the gift, gift, gifts. And yeah. to... The Demon Crockett, there it is. For following us and summing to us so thank you very very much please if you enjoyed this please do share it with your friends foes families and familiars remember to sub subscribe and um, follow us um, rate and review our podcast if you enjoy the podcast as well which comes out every wednesday which is the actual adventure part and less of the fluff so come here for the fluff go there for mainly adventure so you can mainline adventure please do take the time to uh review us or follow us here because it does help us appear in other people's searches so more people can join in. Thank you so much for making the chat a delight and I'm stealing all these things. Follow us on all the socials at dumdumdice, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. Also stay tuned and join us on our Discord and the socials because we are going to be hosting Comic-Con online. Comic-Con Africa online. From the 24th to 27th September, we're planning to have games, panels, and some really cool surprise guests, hopefully. Otherwise, I hope you have a most amazing week filled with adventure.